Welcome to Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. We are going to have a great show for you today. But as usual, in the beginning, there was Howard and Jack. Good morning, my dear brothers in the studio. How are you guys doing this morning? Well, I'm still standing here saluting my radio. What a way to start the day, huh? The National Anthem. The National <laughs> Anthem of the United States of America. Yes, and uh, Jack has some wisdom here for us today. Jack, what's the wisdom? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market for today well i think the wisdom is uh as we salute the flag the corporations have taken over the flag those bums ah okay this is for joe that called last tuesday if you blame the government for the troubling issues today consider this Big business has corrupted government, right or left. God, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> but you are so right. You are so right. Let us not hijack his show, okay? Well, you know, this is, wait, 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 brother Howard, you know I don't like to complain about you, but this is not <laughs> my show. This is our show. This is The People's Show. 713-526-5738 is the number. Hey, and you know what? I get Howard, yesterday I, I put a call out because there were only guys calling, right? And I said, hey, right, we need right. women calling into the show. And Jesse called. And it was like, thank you for calling in. Uh, a, a lady called in. So I'm going to put the call out very, very early. Please, women, uh, I, I like balance. Let's have guys and, and ladies and men call the program. All points of view are necessary. And you know us, macho kind of, we need to have that other point of view here. So please, folks, 713-526-5738. We want everybody to call in, ladies and men like 713-526-5738. Anyhow, today's program is titled, and I need to scroll up. And by the way, folks, uh, yeah, today's title is Democratic Establishment Gives Dino Cuellar Their Support. Uh, let me interpret that. Dino means Democrat in name only, just like Rhino means Republican in name only. Cuellar is the uh, congressman from South Texas. Who doesn't support women's values, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Well, you know what I mean. He doesn't support a woman's right to choose and a few very other conservative things that are not in line with the people he, who, he, who votes for him. Again, you know, when, when, folks, when, when you have a lot of money put into a system, it's easy, to, uh, it's easy without pushback to override it. We had a young woman who challenged him last time and came very close to knock him, him off, a true progressive. And uh, that has to be done again. And the second thing is, if we get to it, if we don't get a whole lot of calls, there are three stories that I have. A politician, a wooden activist, and an artist. And th these are interviews that I did back in Chicago 
uh, while we were Howard doing all these, uh, w- w- you know, as you remember, we did a lot of uh, two of our of our shows live from Chicago. Well, I also did forty four interviews, so I have a lot of good interviews from. Actually, it's now like forty eight interviews that um, with great activists, politicians, and organizations, etc. You know, we brought you some already with uh, Keith Ellison, the Attorney General of Minnesota. I, I also have the Attorney General of Connecticut that I'm going to bring you. We brought you Maurice Mitchell, who is the Working, Fa- uh, working Families Party uh, uh, Executive Director. We brought you the head of the AFT, uh, Randy uh, Weingart, and we have so many more great great American politician, voting activists, and artists uh, that we are going to bring you over the next several weeks. Um, some of these guys have been like, have you played our interview yet? I'm like, subject-specific, guys. When, when it really fits within the subject matter, we're going to definitely get those up because you guys are exceptional. Anyway, the Democratic leadership expressed unanimous support for Dino represent, Representative Henry Cuellar. One hopes progressives will primary him. Monica Garcia... Sean Frame and Marcus Akinlani visit with us. Who are they? A politician, a voting activist, and an artist. Anyhow, but the place that I want to start with is um, with that article with uh, with Cuellar. All right. It says, uh, and I picked it up on the program, not on the program, on the newsletter yesterday uh, called uh, Common Dreams. And I, I'm going to read that in a minute, but before I want to remind all folks that you can get to us very easily, either go to 90.1 FM Houston, you know, turn your dials to 90.1 FM and tune into KPFT. Alternatively, you can download the TuneIn app for your, for your uh, cell phone and tune in via the TuneIn app on Android or Apple. Go ahead and search for KPFT after you've downloaded it from the store. And guess what? You hear us live. You can also go to our website, kpft.org, and you can listen to it by just clicking the listen button. But if you're already on our website, we also have a thing called a donate button. And you know, uh, KPFT is an independent uh, community radio station that is only funded by you. So all these great things that you hear on KPFT is funded by you. But it also means that you own it. And it also means that we cater to you, the people, the people, the people, the people, the people. So don't forget, uh, we want to start having less fun drives. And so we ask people, hey, donate during the, just keep donating no matter whether we're in fun drive or not. And based on how much we're able to collect, we can decide to shorten the fun drives because we know we know we just want to talk real stuff, folks. Anyhow, you can watch us live as well. Today, I'm in my red, my bright red uh, biking uh, jersey. You know, I do my biking right after this. Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. Welcome to Politics and Right. Anyhow, I, I am in my red jersey, and it's because of the danger we are in right now. You know, you have two meanings for everything. But you can go watch us live at Facebook.com slash KPFT Houston. Facebook.com slash KPFT Houston. Or you can watch us on YouTube live by just going to politicsdoneright.tv. Una vez más, politicsdoneright.tv. So we make sure that wherever you are, you have the ability to reach us to talk to us, 
etc. Do you want to talk to me? You can go ahead and or, or tell me you hate something, you love something, you want me to cover something. Just go to send an email to kpft at politicsdoneright.com, kpft at politicsdoneright.com. But of course, we want to also hear from you. 713-526-5738, extension number two, and you'll come on air right now. All phones are currently open. Is there something that is bothering you? Is there something that you want the rest of Houstonians, the rest of Texans, the rest of America to know? Give us a call. 713-526-5738. We are very courteous here. We are very respectful here. We don't fight. We love people irrespective of their ideologies at politicsdoneright.com. We make sure, because again, we are all going to be in this, this country together, this planet together. So why fight? Why not love? Why not love your fellow, fellow person irrespective? That's not what we push. Anyhow, before I get started again, I just, you know, I was watching Morning Joe while I'm setting all the things up here. And it's interesting because what has happened to Lindsey Graham, folks? Uh, what has happened to Lindsey Graham? Lindsey Graham, I wonder if Donald Trump has something on Lindsey Graham. You know, there are some rumors about Lindsey. I won't put it on air because, again, I'm a responsible host. But there are some, some things about Lindsey Graham that, I, that one wonders now if Donald Trump is holding something over his head. He now claims that the judge, a very respectable judge, hates Donald Trump. And, he, and in saying this, that's a way of inciting Donald Trump's base to come out and say he's not going to get a fair trial because the judge that's going to be taking care of him hates him. And we also have all these people out there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Talking about uh, uh, cutting people's throats. We have Ron DeSantis says... As soon as I get elected president, he won't be president, but he thinks he is. As soon as I get elected president, I, I'm going to start the throat slashing. These guys are into a realm of uh, assured destruction, hurt. Who can be the meanest person? Who can be the most violent person? And we know that they mean it. After all, there was a January 6th. I um, Let me tell you, folks, those of you that are listening to me that are Republicans, that are, even if you're MAGA, you don't have to go there. We are one country. Fight for, if you believe what you believe, believe it. And, and try, to, try to get others to see it your way. And then, if they don't, you keep trying. That's what you do. This is a democracy. It is a true, or rather, it should be a true democracy. We are, we are trying to live up to a true democracy. Jacoby G., good way to wake up this morning. Good news. Thank you, my brother. Good morning, good morning, good morning. All right, folks, here we go. The title of the show I gave you already. So we're going to talk about El Señor Cuellar, okay? Uh, entire House Democratic leadership backs anti-choice Cuellar in 2024 run. 
It's galling to see leadership muster behind Cuellar of all people at all times. And why do they say at all times? America has spoken. America, and even in, in red states, deep red states, when placed on the ballots, they say, we want Amer uh, women to have the right to control their own bodies. Punto y final. We want women to control their own bodies. Any man, any man who gets into this debate trying to stop a woman from controlling her, whole, her entire body, and I, I, and I mean this dearly, some may think it's hyperbole, they are fascists if they want to control that which they don't own. A woman's body is a woman's body is a woman's body. You don't have to like what she's doing with her body. You don't have to, if you don't like what she's doing with her body, look somewhere else. You have no choice in somebody else's body. If somebody attempted to tell you what you can do with your parts as a man, how many of you will stand up for that? How many of you have stood up for that? Right? Okay. Anyway, with well over a year before the 2024 election, and as a pro-choice immigration rights attorney is reportedly weighing a primary run, all four of the top Democratic leaders in the U.S. House on Thursday announced their support for anti-abortion rights representative Henry Cuellar in his re-election bid. I don't care if the Democratic leadership decided that they are going to support Henry Cuellar. It doesn't matter, sir, my brothers and my sisters. We will run a progressive. So if this lawyer runs, he'll have the support of progressives. If he doesn't run, there are progressives that will be ready to run, irrespective of what the establishment has to say. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, Democratic Caucus Chairman Pete Aguilar, Minority Whip Representative Catherine Clark, and Assistant Democratic Representative Leader Clyburn, James Clyburn of South Carolina, all announced their endorsement of the right-wing Democrat who has represented the Texas district since 2005. Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and former House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer also voiced their support for Cuellar, who in addition to being the only anti-abortion rights Democrat in the House, has an A rating from the National Rifle Association indicating his anti-gun control views. My brother, you have your right to your beliefs. You do have your right to your beliefs. You don't have your rights to, to fool your constituents or fool them into voting for someone they didn't realize they were voting for. So a call to action to all progressives. That district must change. That district must change. We cannot have a congressperson in any party who does not support a woman's right of her own body at her own, of her own body. Punto y final of her own body. 713-526-5738. 713-526-5738. Extension 2 to be on air right away. Women, 
Women, I'd love to hear from my Texas women, from my United States women, from women across the world. Give me a call. Let me know your thoughts on having people elected who are willing to tell you you don't have any rights. I control your body. As a man, I can tell you what to do, but you can't tell me what to do with mine. Wondering why the influential top Democrats are focusing on Coyadas district at this point? Advocate and political strategist Jen Bloodstein called the leadership move galling, considering the ongoing Republican attacks on abortions across the country. If Quayas seen the light on women's freedom, he should say so, said Bloodstein, loud enough for Texas women to hear. The Texas Tribune noted that Jessica Cisneros, who ran against him the last time, we, we were trying to get Jessica on an interview uh, a couple of uh, uh, just before the election. But, you know, I, I think she was trying to keep a kind of a lower profile at that time. But anyway, Jessica Cisneros is staunchly pro-choice progressive who came within 300 votes of Cuellar in the 2022 House primary and also challenged him in 2020 has not ruled out another primary run next year. Jessica, run. Jessica, run. Please do. Last year's primary runoff between the two candidates came shortly after a draft opinion was leaked from the U.S. Supreme Court, indicating that the right-wing majority would soon overturn Roe v. Wade as it did in June 2022. Clyburn angered abortion rights advocates by stumping for Cuellar two days after the leak, telling reporters that, uh, that as a big, Tent party, Democrats should welcome the congressman despite his views running counter to party's agenda. He denounced progressive objections to the Democrat support of for Koyad as sophomoric. Let's let's see this. Let, let's let's put that into some context here. All right. Uh, uh, Representative Clyburn, James Clyburn, a black man, is telling women that. Hey, we are a big tent party. If there are some people in our tent who want to take the rights of women away, it is okay. Let's go ahead and give Brother James Clyburn a question. If a KKK person decided to run in the Democratic Party, are you going to go out there and say, it's a big tent party? We are going to support him because we include everybody. I doubt it. I doubt it. So why? Women make up a larger percentage of our population, more than 50% to be exact, than black folk. And just like I am sure Brother Claiborne would not support having a, a KKK person run in the Democratic Party, they would, they, I mean, they can't stop him from running, but they sure can say, we are not giving you support. They sure can say, we're not going to endorse you. But to say we're a big tent party and we are going to let you in. That is what's sophomoric. When Clyburn called progressives who are counter Cuellar sophomoric, it is his line of thinking that is sophomoric. It is his line of thinking that denies critical thinking. It is his line of thinking that is completely and entirely unjustified and wrong. On Thursday, writer and Ventura County, California political candidate Heather Cristina Smith 
tweeted that the Democrats' endorsement of Cuellar runs counter to the party's claim that it will fight for reproductive rights. You cannot support. You cannot support Cuellar having the leadership of the Democratic Party. You cannot have the leadership of the Democratic Party support Cuellar and look into a woman's eyes and say, I am here to support your rights to your own body. They are mutually exclusive. There are things that are not mutually exclusive. But this particular thing, in every context, is mutually exclusive. 713-526-5738. Uh, please give me a call. I am ready to play another video, not another subject, but I would love to hear your opinions. Ladies, women, I would love you to call and tell me your thoughts. Do I, did I get it right? Do you think I got it wrong? I'd love to hear what you think about what I'm saying. Because I tell you what, uh, unless proven otherwise, I think it's a huge mistake that the leadership of the Democratic Party, at best, they should have just kept their mouth shut. At best, they should have kept their mouth shut. But to come out and actively have the entire top leadership of the Democratic Party come out in support of Cuellar it's completely and entirely insane. So folks, 713, the, the next video that I'm showing is about eight minutes or so. So I mean, before I do that, I want to make sure that I, if somebody wants to call in and make a comment on this, on this particular subject, 713-526-5738. I'll hold on for about 45 seconds to wait for any call. 713-526-5738. I, I want to hear from guys too, but I especially would love to hear uh, I'm, a, I'm a guy, so I would like to hear a woman validate what I'm saying or maybe invalidate what I'm saying. 713-526-5738. Give us a call one more time. 713-526-5738. Hit extension 2 and you will be placed on air immediately as all phones are available right this minute okay i'll play the eight minute video and maybe calls will come in then this is uh what a true progressive sounds like i interviewed this guy he's running for the uh, the district that includes sacramento california uh, i think you're gonna like this guy i think you're gonna like what he has to say let's check it out and then we'll take it on the other side Welcome to Politics Done Right. Today, I'm honored to speak to Sean Frame. Sean, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I heard you were a special progressive out of California, and you are running for? California State Assembly, uh, District 6, which is right in the capital. The capital of California is yes, actually in my district. Sacramento is in your district. Sacramento, yep. All right. Well, anyway, what, what are you going to bring to? Uh, first of all, what are, what, what are your beliefs? Why do you think you'll make a good... What do you call them? A state representative? Do you call them state reps? In, in uh, yeah, we call it a member of the assembly, member of the state legislature. Right. So assembly person. Okay. Good. Yeah. Some states call them different names, even though they're the same purpose. Right. What exactly do you intend to bring to them? Well, I mean, for me, look, the capital is in my district. Right. And what I've noticed living there is that it feels for most people like the capital is a million miles away. Right. The people live there. They can see the capital. Right. It's 10 minutes from their front door, maybe, right. but yet their voice is not being heard in the Capitol. Right. So to me, the real impetus for me wanting to run is, look, I'm a, I'm a union worker. 
education worker. Um, a lot of my coworkers are not even being paid a living wage uh -huh. in the fourth largest economy on earth in, right. this, in the history of humanity. Is that okay? No, it's not okay. Not okay, right? So I really come at it from that point of view that the regular working folks need representation in right. our capital. They need to be heard. We have a democratic supermajority in California. Let, let me stop you right there because you have a democratic supermajority. And interestingly, what happens is we almost had Medicare for all, healthcare for all in your state. That's correct. Supermajority. Democrats always complain about we don't, we, you know, we, we, the Republicans are holding us back. What the hell happened? So that's an interesting question that there were 20 co-sponsors uh, on the single payer bill. Right. Care. And when it got to the last, literally the 11th hour. Right. The bill was pulled by the author, Ash Kalra. Yes. The bill was pulled. Now, he got a lot of flack, but supposedly he was covering for a lot of folks who had other things that they didn't want the bill pulled. Yeah, I feel for him because I know he wanted to bring it and I know right. he was serious. I think it was a real, you know, it was a real intention on his part to bring Cal right. and have it passed. Right. So I know it must have been a very difficult situation. And look, let's be honest, not every Democrat supports single pair. We know that. It's because of Democrats that we don't have single pair. If we got all Democrats on board, we wouldn't have a problem. So look, you are going to the legislature. You want to go to the legislature. Tell Tell me what you're going to bring to California and with that reflected over to all of us. Well, let me give you an example. So I'm a, I'm a union education worker and I make yeah. a reasonably good living, not a fantastic living, right? I'm not driving a Porsche. I get by. Right. I, I, right now, I pay about 30% of my income, including my employer's contribution, right. goes to my health care. 30%. 30%. So just as an example, that's a working class perspective. Right. You know, my people say, oh, unions, they provide health care and you've got that. That's true. Yeah. But what's the, what I would rather, I'm a union negotiator. Right. I would rather be negotiating money, you, not not money for insurance companies. Healthcare does not belong with the employer. It does not. Right. It absolutely does not. Right. And I don't want to be negotiating that at the table. Absolutely because not. It, it's just a diminishment of what's the value that's possible for us as employees. Right. It takes away. Every year, the healthcare goes up. This year, CalPERS, which provides our healthcare, right. went up 11%. That, and inflation is under 11%, but somehow healthcare can be, or we have not yet the fraud in healthcare, and the only way to solve that is to have a single payer system that is for none for that isn't for profit. And what, what what's amazing, my friend, is that uh, it's hard for people. If I were to ask you, right, if I said, "Hey, uh, Sean, please pay this bill for me, and it, 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 I'll charge you thirty cents to pay your your dollar bill," so I like, pay, uh, uh, you know, you want me to pay your dollar bill? Give me a dollar thirty, right? I'll pay it for you. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. You're exactly right. So all the issues I look at, I look through that lens, right? right? Like we have so many, like for example, education, um, you know, 40% of the California state budget is mm -hmm. supposed to be used on education. Right. And that was supposed to be the floor, the right. minimum funding level. Right. Well, what do we get every year? 40%, not 40.1%, 40%, 40%. Yeah. How, how can an education system be maintained 
with that as your funding basis. And the thought process in the legislature right. is when they're making out the budget every year, okay, 40%, 40%, 40%. Doesn't matter if there's greater need. It doesn't matter if there are people falling behind. It doesn't matter if California is now in the lowest quartile in the United right. States on poor people spending, which right. we are. That's 40% is just locked in. Same. That's shameful. Shameful. So this, you know, and look, wages. Sacramento is a company town. Right. Sacramento is mostly public employees. Right. You know, between the legislature that's there, you got the governor, you got all of the infrastructure of our state is all based in Sacramento. And then education workers like myself. It's a huge number of public employees. Right. Why on earth are there so many people who are housing insecure? Uh, yeah, in a place that the, yeah. it is the center of power yeah. for the fourth largest economy on earth. So then we're looking at Californians now. Tell Californians what is your platform and in telling Californians what's your platform, make it afterwards why it should be a national platform. Okay. And should I look into the, you want me to look right at the... You look right at that, right, that, that one right there? Okay. Yeah. So my platform is really a, a working class platform. It's called For Us, All of Us. And so the things we were just talking about, it's fully funding education and making sure that education in California is among the best in the country and in leading the way and showing the rest of America what can be done. It's real action on the climate crisis, which should also be part of what we're doing in the United States of America. California, with one in 10 Americans living in California, should be the state leading the way on just about everything we do. It's, it is single-payer health care, absolutely single-payer health care, and that should be what we have in the United States of America. And it's a living wage for people that automatically adjusts up. So setting a wage floor that is that leaves people housed and secure. Because when we talk about people being unhoused, what leads to people being unhoused? Well, half of it is that they aren't earning enough money. Yeah, if you're not earning enough money, you're automatically housing insecure. One incident away. We have to stop having people earn such a low wage that they can't actually make a living. And that when one bad thing happens, they fall out of their house and they fall out of the system and, and are so, and then, and then you, what do you have to do? You have to find people and pull them back up and you have to keep people from going there. Right. You know, I, I, honestly, these, these are the issues that I want to lead on. And if we lead on them in California, we can make it happen in the United States of America because we have one in 10 citizens and we have such an enormous part of the American economy. And you are the fourth largest economy on earth. In the world. <laughs> on earth. Sean Frame, it's been my pleasure to speak to you and good luck because Thank you. What we need, full-throated progressives out there making a difference. I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Yeah. All right, folks. That was El Señor, uh, El, El Señor Frame, Sean Frame. Anyhow, 713-526-5738 is the number. Uh, John is here with us. John, come on in, my friend. John, you're on. So free health care supports abortion? Uh, there's no free health care anywhere that I know, sir, and there will never be free health care. Free health care for uh, abortion? So basically, if someone found a, find a baby in a toilet somewhere, is that okay? I saw that on the news the other day. I mean, there's a, there's a, uh, let me tell you something, brother John, there's a lot of stuff out there intent on scaring you. There's a whole lot of stuff. No, but first of all, let me tell you something. All right. 
having a child in a toilet and abandoning it and leaving it for dead. Is that okay? I repeat, I repeat, I am not going to allow anyone, John, not even you, my dear caller, who I'm, I'm thankful that you called, to try to dramatize to change to, to in such a manner to make to put a woman in a position where I control her body, where you control her body. Those are those are the fascist tactics. So I am not gonna look. I'm not gonna answer that question. You see, I'm not gonna play that game with anybody because again, I am never. I like I repeat. A woman has a right to her body. You can put all the pictures you want on in, on the planet. I could actually go ahead and bring pictures about what's happening in the ghettos, the barrios and Appalachia, where the people who claim to support life uh, allow kids to starve to death, to be emaciated, to be gunned down. I mean, you can uh, look. The destruction of the human body in many other forms are much tolerated by many of the people who come out that claiming they want to protect that fetus. They want to protect that. I will not. I repeat, my dear John, I respect you, but I will not allow you to change what the subject really is. Period. The subject is as follows. The subject is as follows. I will not control a woman's body. Period. You can you can put whatever you want to as a uh you think about the woman baby in the toilet. You can make all these scenarios. I will say, let's think about the kid that the that the cops gunned down. Were you that concerned about that? No, that's that's a totally different subject. I was just comparing the difference between normally a normal human being would be disgusted and sad by finding a child. It is none of your, look, sir, uh, everybody should be disgusted and sad when something happens to somebody who is harmed. Everybody should be disgusted. I wonder why you, my dear brother, are not disgusted for all the people that have already been born, whose people with the same policies that you seem to support do nothing about while you create this this big scenario for things that rarely happens right i mean rarely happens responsibility and and not have the point of procreation the point of uh, sex is procreation are you a woman Can, can you have a baby can you have a baby all the time and then flush their babies down a damn toilet. I find that sickening. And then they oh, that, to- that sir, sir, that is sickening. But I don't. It's no less sickening than what we do to uh, to born bodies right now, right? Well, that, and, if I'm alive and I'm an adult, I have a choice to do whatever I want to my own body. Oh, thank you. You hear what you just said? You heard what you just said? Uh, yeah. You have a choice. In the wound. A child in the wound is not the woman's body. That's all. But again, we decide, sir. Sir. And and also one other thing: if 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 y'all are anti-capitalist, what does that make y'all? I missed that. I'm sorry. I I missed that. Say that again. If if someone if y'all if People on the show are anti-capitalist, meaning people have a choice to open their own business and free market. What does that make y'all? What do y'all support? Oh, no, you change the subject. And let me just tell you that I am not, I am pro-free enterprise. Now, here's the thing, uh, and this is why I hope you listen to my show, John. 
Because being anti-capitalist, anti-capitalist, like oh, John, what does that make y'all though? John, could you do you want an answer or do you want to keep talking? It should be a short answer. No, no, no. It's not. Uh, there's. You see, you want to put a label onto something because you want to fit into the policy that the right wing uh, machine that controls your mind will put you in. Let me tell you what we support. When I say we, I'm talking about me. I don't know what else any other uh, host at KPFT does. But let me tell you what I support. I am anti-capitalist. Absolutely. Capitalist is an evil system. I am pro Free enterprise. They're not the same thing. Pro-free enterprise mean everybody can go open up their own business. They can do whatever they want. They can exchange in, in its exchange in, in the marketplace, etc. Capitalism is a form of slavery. And if you don't, and you know what, you don't, what Stockholm syndrome is when you're a, uh, it, it also promotes when you're a slave or being abused and you don't really see it because they've really turned it very well. Let me tell you what this does for you. Capitalism says of all your labor, of all that you do, I am going to make the profits off of it. And I'll, I'll give you a contract for some little amount and all the wealth goes to the few. And if you doubt it, it is what we're living through today. It's, it behooves me that so many people who are so harmed by an economic system, who are so worked by an economic system, who cannot survive because of an economic system, are the greatest supporters of an economic system. If that isn't Stockholm Syndrome, I don't know what is. Go ahead, sir. Your answer. It's free enterprise, basically free market yes capitalism isn't free market they lie about that to you but you want us to go you want us to enumerate why it's not free market would you like us to do that because well, why, again, I, you can, I wait, wait John, I John, John, brother john brother john why should i make more money than the person that i work for when they took they took they had the the risk of opening a business and they took that risk like, I open up a restaurant. I put all my life and all my money in a restaurant. Now the janitor, the cook says, well, I cook all the food. I have to be making as much as you. I mean, I don't know. The people no, that... You missed the point altogether. <laughs> you missed the point altogether. If you, open a rest, if you open a restaurant, where you take the risk. Employ somebody. That person you employ should have a, a living wage because you could not keep that restaurant open without the person who is working for you. When you take your risk to open that restaurant, that employee who works for you also takes risks. You see, that is what the capitalist mentality is the following. I take risks with my capital, with my income. The employees take risks as well, but we don't care about the employees' risks. We only care about the person who has capital, their risk. But let me tell you, the, the company who build dams, okay, they employ a lot of people. A lot of people die as these dams are built. A lot of people get uh, uh, calcium lungs as they build these bridges. They are also taking risks, not just the person with capital. It's a stake, they are all stakeholders, but capitalism doesn't look at anybody else other than the owners of capital as the stakeholders. That's all I'm trying to say. I believe, you, brother, if you want to have your own... I'm, I'm not done, sir. Please, I, I made you... Uh, as 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 you gate your restaurant, you have the right to do so. You have the right to employee. But remember, the employee that you employ also is taking a 
risk as they work for you. You may continue, sir. All right. Uh, I want to look into free enterprise. It sounds very vague, though. It's like doesn't really sound like a, a structured system. It just it just sounds oh, no, like no, free no. enterprise. Yeah. Let me tell you, brother. Let me tell you this. Okay. This is important. Because when I talk about us as a as a country having Stockholm syndrome, I I am not I'm really about that. We are always there protecting rich people. We don't have a pot to do what in, and we're there protecting rich people who are working on our backs. I believe in free enterprise, and free enterprise is something that I can guarantee if I have a cup of coffee with. You. Okay, thank you. We talk, we talk some other time. Thank you, sir. All right, let's go to Johnny. This gets really old after a while. Three times someone who wants to be contentious, not debate, have an honest, earnest debate with you. They switch the argument. They, well, they argument, then they go, yes, but what about this? And then you start addressing that, and then they switch again, yes, but what about that? That's not what I call an uh, honest discussion. But Johnny, and let I, me stop you. Johnny, Johnny, I need to stop you. John was actually good at the end. Come on. John says, I need to, after, listen. What I always say is as long as people, look, when you are trained in a certain way, right, Johnny, eventually uh, it's, it's hard to break, to get something that people are telling you. Uh, it is hard to break. Okay, I, I hope it's okay now. It, it's hard to get people. To, oh, my signal is some. Okay, there we go. Uh, it's hard sometimes for people to uh, change their views, right? John, at the end, Ask the question, ah, oh, I need to look into free enterprise. I take that as a, uh, as, as John, op I mean, John Mines opening. So um, I, I, at the end, I think it, it, it started out as a, as a sort of a, what about this? What about that? And I think we handle his, what about this? What about that? Just fine. Come on in, Johnny. Yes, he's the same individual who was from, who identified himself the other day as a MAGA guy from England. Is that the same person? No, that wasn't the same person. That that person's name was Joe. Okay, Joe. Okay, good. <laughs> so I have yeah. one left migraine coming my way. Oh, I am surprised. I remembered. <laughs> okay, said. Uh I don't know why. Uh, it shouldn't be. I'm looking at my signaling, and it, the signaling look tops. Uh, so I don't, I'm not sure what's going on right now. Anyway, go ahead, Johnny. Continue. I can hear you, but you are, your signal was jumping up and down a little bit, but I can understand what you're saying. So, what I don't understand is I'm looking at the signal that's, going, that's being transmitted, and the signal that's being transmitted is, is solid. But anyway, uh, our, our genius in the, in the control room can take care of that. Well, I can hear you. I just can't hear the other people talking to you. That needs okay. to be solved. Anyway, Great. All right, talk to me, Johnny. To address Joe's concern from the other day, uh, I would remind him and these other callers who think like he does because they've been grossly misinformed on purpose, is that when we criticize capitalism, what we're saying is our version of capitalism. That is to say, unfettered, underregulated mercenary style capitalism. That needs to change. I'm pragmatic. I don't think that anytime soon we're going to evolve towards a hybrid economy. In other words, 60% capitalistic businesses that are well-regulated and maybe 40% horizontally-based businesses. But in the meantime, at the very least, 
we should be making clear to people who have been grossly misinformed that the uh, capitalistic system needs to be changed drastically. At, with, with an eye towards dissolving it at some point a generation or two away. But we're far away from that. So they're so scared of change. Yeah, I, instead of their change, not for people that work every day. So quit focusing on babies and toilets because that's the that's the fabrication. That's not to say that doesn't ever happen. Some women uh, they're they're going having a bowel movement that they don't realize that they've just extracted a fetus into the toilet. That's tiny. That doesn't even resemble a human being. But that's rare. That's rare. And that's why. Johnny, that is why when he brought that up, I said I wasn't going to answer that question because that's what they do. When I say they, I don't mean him. I mean the people that are controlling his mind. That's what they do. They go ahead and they tell him uh, that, uh, let's see. Okay, I'm not sure what's what's happening there exactly, but um, I'll, I'll check that out in a little bit. Uh, so it turns out that they, can you hear me very well, uh, Johnny? Yes, I hear you fine. No interruption at all. Okay, great. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. So as it turns out, uh, remember, and the reason I I make sure to be kind, sometimes I get over, I get excited, but not unkind to folks, is that when you are used to hearing that, that thing, it's easy for John, who called earlier, to look at baby killer and all that kind of stuff. And my thing then is to immediately give context. If you care about that one, in an exception baby that, that's born like that and left in the toilet, a bad thing. But you can't penalize women for the, the, the same thing. Men that do certain things, you don't penalize all men for something that gets done. It, you can't do that. And, you know, and, and again, it's the, it, it's the tested psychological war that the right use on its people that we have to break. And I think if you listen to John earlier to, uh, the, the before you, John was, when he, you know, he wanted to attack on capitalism and when he, when he understood th- how capitalism is extractive and also free enterprise is the true market, he was willing to back up, back, back up a bit. That's all we want. Continue, John, before I go to tag. I've got a what, what about for our friends. What about, since he's so concerned about these fictitious uh, narratives put out by mainstream and corporate and right-wing media about babies and toilets, how about uh, the fact that we have babies and young children who go hungry to school every day? That what is true. capitalism treats their parents in the marketplace of, of work? Yes, they yes. Education. They don't get paid well. They're not taught how to negotiate. What about all those things? What about, what about, what about? Johnny, you're, you nailed it. Johnny, you nailed it. I need to go to the other caller. But Johnny, you nailed it as usual, brother. Thank you so kindly, as usual, for being the voice of the progressive. You take care, my brother. Let's go to Tag. Come on in, Tag. Hey, Egberto, how are you? I'm fine. Talk to me, my brother. Well, I just, I wasn't going to call, but, you know, when I heard John, I just, I just had to call and say, you know, they take the furthest, most extreme case scenarios and try to get to these people jacked up. And, but they, these people never consider the flip side of the coin, which is when you want to talk about us being anti-capitalist, you know, we tend to be against somebody who buys a profitable American business, 
closes it down, gets to work overseas, and then it takes the pension funds, and, and you lose your pension at the same time. That's the type of anti-capitalist we are. We want the jobs to be kept in America. We want our pensions to stay secure. And, and we don't want these capitalists, venture capitalists or vulture capitalists, to, to be closing our businesses down and taking our pensions. That's the type of uh, it's, it's a problem. And it's the same thing with this, uh, this women's health issue. You know, uh, John didn't, probably wouldn't have wanted to talk about a woman sitting in a hospital parking lot dying of sepsis because she couldn't get her health care that right. she needed to save her life. And, and so I, I don't think that these people really look at the other side of the coin. They don't ever look at it. They well, but, he, but Tag, I want to interrupt you for a reason, all right? Because all the, it's not like these people that are pushing the anti-abortion mantra and all of that are good people. I'm not talking about John. John is a good person. The guy who called here was a good person. But the people who are putting that into the narrative, those are evil people. They are putting it into a narrative for a reason. They know that they control an evangelical base, and if they can give an evangelical base something to run with, then they can keep the eyes off. When I talk about the, this Stockholm Syndrome kind of a thing, right? Uh, it, it, uh, when I talk about that, I am serious, very serious, uh, because if they have you concerned about uh, abortion and all these kinds of things, you're then not concerned about that reach really ails you, which is an economic system that screws you. But the tag, I got to go to Donald. Uh, thank you so kindly for calling in, my brother. Let's get to Donald. Bye bye. You too, sir. Donald, come on in. Okay, Donald is going to be on in a minute. There you go. Donald, come on in. Morning. How's it going? It's going fine, my brother. Talk to me. Okay, you're you're doing good. The the thing is, country songs they have all the things. You, I want to see you teach an old dog new tricks, and then I don't care what you do behind closed doors. These people get all worked up over whatever it is, and it's back to the Wizard of Oz and pull the curtain back. The thing is, I wanted to mention something last week. You talked about China. Yes, sir. Now, if you're going to take over the world, would you not build an infrastructure? Yeah. Roads will be runways. Yes. The other thing is we're restricted to the uh, Dodd-Frank Act, I believe, where our natural resources are monitored, where we can buy. And you're, you're a mechanical engineer. You know this. With China controlling the cobalt and, what is it, Congda and the Congolese people, or yeah. however you want to pronounce it. They don't care about those people. They are going, they care about China, but they're going to control a natural resource. And that is where the power is because we don't go on the gold standard anymore. That's the Wizard of Oz, you know, you, you know how that went gold, silver. And then we went to oil as the basis of dollars. The new is going to be cobalt. And whoever controls it for the rechargeable batteries and everything is going to have the power. So let's start focusing on that. Quit worried about all the other garbage to get these people worked up. And let's figure out how we're going to make the world a better place, one, and how we're going to maintain being at the top. 
You're a smart man. Listen, listen to me, um, Donald. You're a smart man. And let me just say something real quickly. Uh, you're correct that uh, China doesn't care about the places that it's going into. But you know who else don't care about the places we go into? America. Uh, imperialist countries, and I'm not saying that as a derogative term. I'm just saying the way things are. We don't really, we go into places because it, it is of interest to us, right? And right now, China is playing a smarter game in the way they are, they are getting goodwill around the world. It is something that we should practice ourselves. But look, thank you, Donald, for calling with your smart comment. I need to go to Josie. Come on in, Josie. Josie, you're on. Part of it, part of it. Josie, Josie, stand come by, on. Stand by. Okay. Yeah, we're getting there. Go ahead and send Josie through. All right, Josie, you're on. Okay. So I wanted to make a comment about the woman's body. Yes, ma'am. I'm 71 years old, and my first thoughts were, here we go again. And I wonder where we went wrong and what happened to all the work that had been done in regards to this women's rights and rights in particular. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the guy, the gentleman earlier was talking about the toilet, baby being born in the toilet situation. Right. I wonder, and I wonder again, like, why aren't we thinking about services for that person to reach that person so that person doesn't get to that point? So you, opening your minds about, you know, women who are struggling because they're pregnant and they can't afford to be pregnant. They can't afford to be that child. We always go you know, way out in their face into the most ridiculous scenarios instead of thinking practically, like, what can we do to help? You nailed it. You nailed it. And let me tell you, uh, Josie, what, in my opinion, you said, where did we go wrong? Where did we fail? I'll tell you, we allowed, we allowed an infrastructure to be built on, first of all, they're not doing this because they love children or love women. They're doing this to, they're doing this to take the, your eyes off of the ball. They don't want you thinking about real economic issues, so they give you some sort of a social issue on which to fight about. That's the reason they're, they're, they're doing this, because it works. But you, what did we do wrong? Those of us that are progressives that really want, uh, that uh, know that a woman, we, we, a woman has a right to her body, period. That, you know, that is intrinsic. Yeah. She has a right to her body. It's just, now, yes, it's just a right that any person has. Right. It, it has... It's like you said, we're always, the focus is always put on something like that. Right. And the folk, the real focus that we should be on is taken off. Right. The real problem. Right. And now, continue to do that. And I, you know, I wonder where, like, where did we go to sleep? What was the... You know, why weren't we watching what was going on? I just don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a big I'm picture answer. Oh, I'm sorry. I got I'm a little bit late. I've got a daughter. I've got a granddaughter. I've got a great-granddaughter. I'm very, very concerned about what's going to happen in this world for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm angry. I'm very, very angry. Now, Josie, we don't 
we, we need to channel that anger as I see it into narratives and into action, into engagement, right? Um, I, uh, you asked where we, did we go wrong? We, we stopped engaging. We, the battle was thought to be won, and we allowed the cancer to grow in rural areas, the cancer to grow in churches, the cancer to grow in all these places. The Powell Memo explains how all of this stuff was achieved. And we have to go back and we have to engage in all these other areas uh, and, and point these things out. And that's why I do what I do here. And your call in, in, also plays a big part in changing people's minds. So thank you, Josie, for giving us a call. And um, we're, get, we're going to thank jump you. to Brian next. I enjoy your program. Thank you. Thank, thank you so kindly, Josie. Let's go yeah. to Brian. Come on in, yes. Brian. Thank you. Brian, you're on. Yes, sir. You continually say they. Who are they? They the billionaires. They the people that want to take the abortion rights away. Do you yes. know how the government works? Of course. They listen to the people. They listen to the people. It's what the people want. It's the majority calling their congressman and say, hey, I want the abortion law stopped. How, who are they? When you talk about billionaires, working the, the working class, working off the backs of billionaires, how many billionaires are in the world? How many billionaires in the United States? Here's an answer. 700 billionaires in the United States. Stop buying their product and they won't be a billionaire. It's just that simple. That's- I, I love that you said that. And, and I noticed I made you go ahead and, and, and bring the narrative. Let me tell you what the narrative is. is if you control the oil supply, something that everybody needs, it's not as simple as say, don't buy it. If you control the farms in mega farms and the price of wheat, you can't say don't buy wheat. And what I'm telling you, Brian, and you, as usual, we are at the end of the show. I wrote a book called As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom. Why did I do that? I explain in detail why it is that I talk about they. Because the truth of the matter is if you really understand how government works, if you really understand Citizen United, if you really understand McCutcheon, if you really understand all these issues, it would be ev- immediately evident why we speak about the puppeteers being they. But I got to go, Brian, because we're done with the show. Uh, call back on on, uh, on Monday, and we'll continue this discussion. Thank you so kindly, my brother, Brian. Anyway, folks, uh, let me throw it real quickly to the studio. Oh, another very interesting show. And I think that uh, Josie nailed it there. They give us all these emotional things to concentrate on while we're not seeing the real picture. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain is what it's all about. Now, Jack? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, to say that, you know, some many times a pregnancy is a life or death issue. I mean, it's just something, if you're poor, it's struggling. And uh, the other thing is it's vampire capitalists. We wouldn't want to hurt no vultures. That was your claim, and I love that. Anyway, folks, my name is Egberto Willis. I want to thank Howard and Jack for the great work in the studio. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you know how I end this. Baby, I am what? Out! 
we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.